We are so excited to present to you our Better Business series. We've invited experts from all around the world to share their best stuff in pricing, strategy, social media, branding, and more. If you're ready to take that leap, grab your pen and paper and join us over the next month as we share tips, tools, and strategies to help you take your business to the next level. Hey, 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 it is Kimberly Smith Austin here with the Made to Inspire podcast. And I am excited to have today with me my awesome and amazing partner, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, everybody. Listen, today we have an amazing show just for you. We have an amazing woman by the name of Lauren Fogelman joining us today to talk a little bit about pricing. If you're an entrepreneur, an emerging leader, or maybe an executive out there trying to figure out how do I price myself in today's marketplace, our special guest, Lauren, is going to help you do just that. Welcome to Made to Inspire, Lauren. Kimberly, Misty, thank you so much. I am looking forward to getting really into the meat of this conversation. We are so excited to have you here. You know, we met probably over a year ago at Toastmasters. And I'll tell you, it was a match made in heaven. We've had time together working on leadership and building other conferences and things like that. But I am delighted to bring you here on the show. Misty and I said, if we could have one person, one dream person, who would that be? And we both pointed our fingers towards you. So we are delighted that you've come to us. And just to give our audience a little insight about who you are and what you're all about, will you share a little bit of your background with us? I I would love to. I'm a sports psychologist turned business coach. What I have found over the years is that there's many similarities between growth-minded entrepreneurs and top-ranking athletes. The three differences, however, is that Athletes wear different uniforms than entrepreneurs do. We're looking at different numbers. And athletes from the very beginning, peewees, get coached, whereas entrepreneurs are more fiercely independent. They don't like asking for help. As a result of that, they want to figure things out on their own. Okay, that's good. And that, you know, as an athlete and an entrepreneur, I can totally relate to that analogy. Now, considering that you started in sports psychology, have worked your way through the entrepreneurial world, how did you find yourself here, Lauren? I believe it's been an evolution where I started out as a therapist. I've worked side by side with my husband, Steve, uh, for for a very long time. I'm not going to date myself at the moment, but for a very long time, we've worked side by side. We've always been in business together. In the beginning, it was Steve's business, and I was working as on the front lines with the clients. And then after about 12 years of working together in our counseling practice, I burned out because I was working in the evening, seeing clients. I was working on the weekends, catching up on back office paperwork. As a result of that, not only did I pay the price, the entire family paid the price of me not being available for dinners at in the evenings, in the weekends, I couldn't always go to sporting events with our kids. Because of that, I had to find a better way. That opened up the door of opportunities. I started searching. I became aware of coaching 
I did not know that coaching existed outside of sports when I first found out about it. But after digging in, looking in, into it, it was like, this is exactly what I need to be doing. And I started moving in that direction. It took about 18 months to be able to extricate myself from our counseling practice into the business coaching. However, I am so appreciative that I made the decision and that Steve was willing to support me in that direction as well. And as a result of that, not only do I do business coaching, but over the last three years from 2018 to 2020, I have been listed as one of the top 22 business coaches globally by HubSpot. Wow. What recognition. That's exciting, Lauren. It is exciting. And I feel very, very honored to be up there on that list. And HubSpot is one of those things that you can't nominate yourself. You're not paying a bunch of money to be on a list. It's really about they're finding that you're bringing value, that it's it's outside of yourself. Because sometimes we hear people rank, but that rank is paid for. And HubSpot is not a paid for rank. So I think that that's really a high honor in the nation to be ranked uh, as one of the top, would you say, 20? 22 business coaches. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on that. So you're a big deal, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So what I appreciate about you, Lauren, is you are very no-nonsense. I don't know if it's your years of experience in the mental health field or as you set up your business, but I know uh, I made the same mistake when I first started out, and a lot of our baby coaches make the same mistake, is we try to do everything and work with everybody, and we're sometimes scared to niche or to have a specialty. And you, Lauren, I know you do both. Mm -hmm. I I, I agree with you. I think that being able to really define who you work with and what you do for them is actually one of the most difficult things to do. I have been probably looking for who is it that I work best with and what can I do for them over the last six or seven years. And I've been in business for about 11 years now since 2009, but it's been a journey and an evolution of really looking for that. My niche is accounting professionals, bookkeepers, enrolled agents, CPAs, accounts, accountants, and then the specialty is focusing on pricing, showing them how to earn more without having to sacrifice other parts of their life in order to be able to make a great living serving their clients. Because of that, Once I actually came upon those two things and it was a business coach that really helped me define it and really kicked me to the curb saying, you just have to do this now. Why are you postponing it? Once I really did that, I actually found that it became easier instead of harder. I have been able to attract clients to me more easily because now I know where to focus all my time, energy, and effort fine-tuning my messaging, and being able to connect what I do in the way that they're dealing with that specific problem. I'll just say it's very, very client attractive because I know their love language. And as a result of that, they reach out to me when they're struggling with the pricing piece and they're just working too many hours and not making enough money. Wow. Where do you find that people struggle most with the pricing? The... Pricing in general is one of the most difficult things that any business does, whether you're a solopreneur or you're actually one of the Fortune 500 companies. 
pricing is one of the most difficult things. I believe that a lot of times the most difficult thing is wanting to raise your fees and not be price competitive or separating your fees from time because most of us started out working for somebody else as an employee, either getting an hourly rate or else getting a salary. However, with each of those paths, our income was always paced, uh, connected to our time in some way. By looking at separating fees from time, it's a paradigm shift. You have to be able to position it diff- differently. You have to be able to have client conversations differently about how you charge for your services. And it's not easy if you've always thought that you have to connect your fees and what you charge clients to the amount of time that you're working for them. But I will say, Misty, that it is unfair to you and your clients when you have an hourly rate. The reason it's unfair to you and your clients is because your clients want you to work as quickly as possible, to pay as little as possible. (laughs) Whereas for you, the longer you have been doing what you do, you become faster at it, more efficient at it, because you have insights, you know things. Plus technology allows you to do things virtually that used to be done manually. Because that you get faster as you get better. And if you get faster as you get better, then you're earning less when you charge by the hour. Therefore, it puts you at opposite ends of the spectrum with you and your client because they want you to work as fast as possible, pay you as little as possible. You're not incentivized to speed things up because then you would be making less money. So we need to just go ahead and kick it to the curb, ditch the hourly rate, and really focus on the value and the reason that your clients are truly working with you. And it has absolutely nothing to do with time. You know, let me, let me delve down on that a little bit, because I think it's important for our audience to understand the different pricing models that exist. I think what you said was priceless. Yes, priceless. <laughs> but when you think about it, will you share the three pricing models? I know that's very common in today's marketplace. The first one and most common one is an hourly rate. Maybe you charge by the hour, the session, but somehow it's connected to time. The second one is fixed pricing. It's a combination of how much time is something going to take plus the costs of being able to deliver that service. The one that is going to actually make you the most money and has nothing to do with time is value pricing. That is where you are understanding what the value of your client achieving this outcome is worth to them, then pricing your services for working with them according to their value. The difference with value pricing versus an hourly rate or fixed pricing is that you're looking at things from their perspective and what is important to them as opposed to your perspective and what's important to you. Sure. And I think for that reason, value is sometimes difficult to describe. Wouldn't you agree? Especially when it comes to pricing. So when you think about that, how would you explain the relationship between value and price? The one thing you want to consider when you're looking at value pricing is the client needs to believe that what they gain from working with you is greater than the fees that they're paying you. Mm. That 
is the essence of value pricing. Let, let me just say it one more time. Can you say that again? Yes, uh, so yes, really, again. <laughs> the client needs to believe that what they have to gain from working with you, it could be time, it could be money, it could be improved health and well-being, peace of mind, whatever it is, is greater than the fees that they are paying you. That wow. is the essence of value pricing. All right, end of interview. That's all we needed. That was. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Lauren, how did you take yourself from, I know uh, I'm in the mental health world. Therapy is all about, you have the hour, you have the hour. We're so based on hourly and you, you, you had this like a butterfly, right? You had to take yourself from this hourly billing sort of thing to a value. Where did that journey come from? Well, I've always charged by the session. However, most of my clients when they worked with me in therapy, always went into a program. There was a package right from the get-go. They, they would be working with me for a certain amount of times. They would be doing a combination of maybe individual sessions as well as group sessions. I always created a program for my clients. Therefore, that part was easy to shift over into business coaching. The part that I didn't understand was the pricing piece my, my very first business coach, she is the one who introduced me to value pricing, even though she didn't name it that. It, but however, it was also looking at the fact that I hired my very first business coach before I even had a coaching business because I wanted to fast track my results. I paid $18,000 for that first year of working with her to be able to get these insights and get a solution faster than if I would have figured it out on my own. And I had the confidence that I could have figured it out on my own, but I recognized the value of being able to work with someone closely who already achieved what I wanted for myself and being able to fast track those results. That's good stuff. I think that's huge because you just laid out our whole Almost every episode, we we fall back to get a coach, find a mentor, and you you nailed it. And uh, it is find someone who's already where you want to be, and you said fast tracked it. So you're absolutely right. You made this huge investment, but how did it get you further and faster than you would have gotten on your own stumbling through this if you didn't make that investment? You got a coach before you got a business. I, I did. Brilliant. When- When I first was looking at going into coaching, I thought that I was going to continue working with similar clients as I did in my therapy practice. And my specialty as a therapist was working with high-level professionals who had a combination of addictions and post-traumatic stress disorder. I I thought that I was going to continue working with people that had addictions and were high-level professionals. But as I started working with my business coach, I recognized that those people don't self-select very well. Mm. And I didn't want to work with resistant clients any longer. Because of that, we were able to peel away the onion, the layers of the onion, to really figure out what is it that I actually do really, really well. What I was able to discover is I help people get out of their own way by asking great questions and really making connections that they can't on their own to be able to achieve their full potential. And once I recognized that, then it really opened up the door of 
going on that journey of who do I work best with and what is the thing that I can really help them with. And part of the reason I love the pricing piece is because it's as much of a mindset thing as it is a strategy and a tactical step in your business. Yes. You know, when you say the mindset thing, I think it's powerful because so often people start businesses and decide that they want to go down the entrepreneur trail. But what happens is they don't have the confidence to believe that they're worth that certain price. So as a result, they undercut or undermine or underprice themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and later on, when they realize, wait a minute, I am good. I do have the skills. I am transforming lives. They're prepared or think they should increase their price, but they don't know how. And I think what you bring to the table is not only the know-how, but the strategy, the approach, and that whole value piece is really something that will help people value their business, value their skill set, so that the client will value them as well. Value, value, value. That's all I hear. Well, I think it's crazy, Lauren, because to me, what I'm hearing is you give people back two of their most precious commodities, time and money. So if they're making investment in you, and then they get that paradigm shift, and they raise their prices to match their value, they're going to get back that money and more On top of that, more time to do the things that they love with the people that they love. And and those are only the top top line obvious benefits. It's also that they uh, increase their self-worth, their self-esteem. They rise up in other ways that they didn't expect to. According to my research, though, at least 50% of entrepreneurs undercharge for their services because they are connecting their fees to time. They need to be price competitive. They don't really understand their value. They don't realize that their highest value is what they know. It's their intellectual property. It's their what's in their brain, their insights, their experience, their way of approaching things. It's what they know, not what they do. Yes. And- Because this is so difficult for clients, I'll just share the very five steps that I take all my clients through. And if you can duplicate that on your own, you are well on your way to really being able to earn twice your income working half the time. The very first step. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm happy to, to generously give because this is about inspiring, right? Yes. The, the very first step is understanding who your ideal client is. It could be that they work in a particular industry, but it could be also the psychographics, the personality, the characteristics of that particular person that you're really able to best help. Understand who your ideal client is and define them, know what their pain points are, know what the challenges, know what they it, they really dream about doing those future focused things. That is the very first step is knowing your ideal client. Number two is being able to communicate your value, being able to focus on what is the outcome and the benefit of someone working with you and you being able to really help them with that transformation. That's number two is communicating your value. Number three is being able to package your services. That's looking at all the things that you do for your clients and creating a package or bundling things together. And that starts to separate your fees from time. You can then enroll clients into a package as opposed to saying, we're going to work for 10 sessions 
Each session is 35 minutes. And at the end of those 10 sessions, we'll be done. They, they don't know what 10 sessions mean. Exactly. But when you package it all together and it's outcome-based, then they can see that you really have the skill set as well as the insights on how to be able to help them achieve what it is that they want for themselves. Step number four is the pricing piece. How do you price the outcome and the transformation as opposed to the process? Mm. One of the things that I see as business owners, professionals, we're in love with our process. <laughs> we spend too much time having to learn all the steps and the things involved to be able to achieve that income. That, that is what is important to us as the experts. But our clients, they don't care about the process. They are going to invest in the outcome. So they need to know that you have a process, just like the five steps that I'm sharing here. This is my process. This is my ultimate pricing bootcamp. This right. is the system that I share, the ultimate pricing formula to be able to achieve those things of being able to double your income working half the time. And we want, we price the outcome. We don't price the process or the steps. And then the very fifth piece is having what I call a value conversation, how to be able to be client attractive and then have a value conversation to really enroll those ideal clients into working with you that value you and respect you and are willing to pay the fees in order to get that outcome that you're able to deliver. So I'm going to just real quickly say them again in a list. Know your ideal client, be able to communicate your value, package your services, value price your packages and the outcome, and then be able, be client attractive, know how to attract that ideal client to you and have a value conversation in order to enroll them into working with you. And uh, it's going to sound like deja vu to a couple of us, but only work with those that you click with because we'll spend a lot of our time running around uh, and trying to make everyone happy. When we're new coaches, it's hard for us to niche because we're like, we do everything. And then we get that one client that takes up 90% of our time. And then we feel like we're not helping them. And then we feel even worse. And then it gets us to doubt ourselves. So right in your system, if I'm tracking my ideal clients, and then I'm making sure that they're ready to take those next steps. I'm already winning half the battle. That, that's true, Misty. However, it's a process. Even in the beginning, I probably worked with everybody. Yes. I had to figure out who I don't want to work with and who to eliminate and shed those in the beginning. And then as I became aware of who I didn't want to work with, I really started looking at who do I want to work with? For many years, I was split between creatives and accounting professionals. I liked both because I enjoyed the variety and they bring different things to the table, which made it more interesting for me. But over the years, I realized that having two particular niches wasn't in my best interest or the best interest of my clients either. And it was finally with a coach that I was able to commit to the accounting professionals and really just devote everything that I do to them. 
you know, that makes me think about the concept of do one thing. And once mm-hmm. you do that one thing, do it well. And it sounds like after a process of elimination and the process of evaluation, you mm-hmm. said, you know what, this is my niche. You know, for me, having been a long-term business owner over 20 years, I've gone through that journey. And it's painful when you are trying to serve everyone, especially people who don't quite fit with what you're doing. Yes, Mm -hmm. they're bringing in the money. They're bringing in the income. They're willing to pay the price. But what price are you paying as the entrepreneur working with that person? You know, you said finding that client's pain point. I find that sometimes when you're working outside of your niche, you're experiencing pain (laughs) or working with those clients that are not well suited. And I think that's a huge, huge factor because the more you can identify that target audience, your target client, the better you're able to price your service into Mm -hmm. a value-based pricing. Well said, Lauren, well said. And 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 part of what I find that clients say to me, new clients coming to me is they know that I work with accounting professionals and that is part of what they value is that I know their particular business and industry that well. I also want to ask, and I love it because I just got to hear you speak last week, but you and Steve have this amazing partnership as husband and wife. And then now you, and you, you've been working each other's businesses for a while um, as we end the thing here, I, I have to ask, do you have any advice for couples or married people that uh, are in the same business that have yes. been so successful for you and Steve all these years? Yes. The, the, the main thing is don't let your business sacrifice your marriage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's huge. I think there's a whole nother show right there, Lauren. We mm-hmm. have to bring you back to talk about couples working in business. You and, Steve. you and Steve back. That would be yeah, amazing. That would be wonderful. We would love to do that. Yes. Now, I know today you've really shared a lot. And when I think about it, I have two kind of two questions. I'm going to start with the first one. But what do you recommend for our listeners who are ready to value price their services? Well, I actually have a resource for them if they want to be able to start to follow those five tips that I shared with you is go to businesssuccesssolution.com forward slash guide, businesssuccesssolution.com forward slash guide. With that, it gives you the steps on how to start to create packages and create those bundles. Also, how to start to separate your fees from time. I, it's a very simple, laid out 10-step formula. You can follow it one step at a time, and you are then able to earn more without having to work any additional hours. Ooh. Wow. That resource sounds amazing. I can't wait to download it because, you know, even though been around doing this for a long time, I'm always looking at changing or updating or upgrading pricing. And, and that really was bringing me to my second question entrepreneurs right now, we're going into 2021, COVID is here. And I've seen a lot of businesses have to do some restructuring and in many cases, repricing Mm -hmm. to really deal with the inflation that has taken place. How do do they approach this new marketplace? It's 2021 and I'm finding that I need to raise my prices. How do I I approach that? Is it an email? Is it a phone call? Is it a text message? How would you... What would you suggest to this audience? Well, there's three steps that I look at when working with my clients, helping them be able to 
earn more while working less. The very first thing is they need to connect with their value before they can expect anybody else to see the value that they have to offer. Mm. That is the very first step to look at is understanding what it is that you bring to the table, recognize the value of the transformation and really being able to stand behind what that is that you do for your clients. Number two is how to have what I call a value conversation instead of a sales conversation, because let's face it, I didn't want to be salesy. I don't want to ever pressure or pitch someone. In fact, I don't think you ought to pitch and I don't think you ought to sell because you don't want to sell and nobody wants to be sold to. So let's just get rid of that and kick that one to the curb. So you have what I call a value conversation, which focuses on the client and what's important to them instead of having to pitch your services and why they ought to work with you. When you ask great questions, they will then ask you, how does this work? It is so much better than having to sell someone. And then the third part is the value pricing, how to be able to separate your fees from time in order to price your services according to the value of that difference that you're making for your client, helping them achieve something that they so much desire to have, connecting what you do to that transformation. Value pricing is a game changer. It is a paradigm shift. The other thing to recognize as you go through these things is as you go through this process, not only does your business grow, but you have to grow in order to grow your business. You grow as an individual in order to take your business to that place. It changes your business and it lets you step up in so many different ways, personally, as well as professionally. Lauren, we are so grateful for you. Grateful that we encountered our, our paths cross last year and that you were you gave us the opportunity to bring you here on the show. That is so exciting for us. So when we finish out, tell us where can they find you? Where I know you gave the resource on your website. Is that your primary source of contact on your website? If they want the guide, once again, I would say that they can go ahead and download that. There's an option, option to have a conversation with me if they want to talk with me further. If they want to just skip and have a conversation with me, they can go to businesssuccesssolution.com forward slash let's talk. We'll set up a time to talk and see how they can go ahead and double their income working half the time as well. It is a dedicated conversation that focuses on them. Wow. I also want to add, we're going to have all this in the show notes, but even on Facebook following you, you and Steve sometimes just go live and drop these amazing business nuggets and you guys also sometimes do virtual uh, workshops for a really great price where anyone can sign up and just learn from these workshops and get to know a little more about your process and dive a little more into these. This is really great stuff. So that'll also be in our show notes. So like, subscribe, follow. You will We're, not be sorry. We, we, we believe in giving first. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for joining us on the Made to Inspire podcast. We can't wait to just see how your business will continue to flourish, but also how those who are listening today are going to learn those pricing nuggets and make those changes so that they can see the value, show the value and become a value-based business. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kimberly, Misty. This has been fantastic. Love being able to share and give. Very good. Well, listen, 
there is something out there waiting from each of you. So now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Inspire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.